When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome aboard, Sea of Friends, your weekly Sea of Thieves voyage. I'm Last Call for Lunch. I'm Miss Lunch Lady. And I'm Darkest Warhawk. Uh, before we get into talking some really good Season 5 stuff, how was everyone's Thanksgiving? Sorry, ever- yeah, we weren't we weren't here last week because of the holidays, so we took a week off. And uh, how was it for everybody? It was great. I can't complain. I was, I was able to go back, see some family. Um, ate a lot, a lot of turkey, a lot of, a lot of beer. So, I mean, I was, I was happy to say the least, I guess. Did you smoke any meat? No, um, not for Thanksgiving. I didn't this year cause I didn't have my smoker, but my dad was actually out of town visiting my sister, ironically enough. Um, so we didn't have anything to smoke, but when I, when I, I was home for about a week and when I was home, we did smoke some, uh, pork belly, some like tri-tip pork belly that was i thought it was delicious dad had a little rough time oh, with yeah. it but yeah it was it was good I, you can't go wrong it's basically <laughs> like bacon so <laughs> right it was it was pretty chill here my mom my sister came over um i smoked a, a turkey breast which was one when i i was thinking you know something like a chicken chicken breast you know um those little like that's what we normally buy right chicken breast right right i was thinking something like that size and then we got it from the store and I was like, Oh my gosh, yeah, this is bigger than I was expecting. It's going to take longer than I was imagining. Um, and then it one, it sucked when, when I did, uh, you know, Thanksgiving morning when I started, cause one, it was cold that day. Um, and I don't have the biggest offset smoker, so I can't put a lot of fuel in there. Um, but also once I started it, it started raining. Oof. Um, so that just brought the heat down as well. And I couldn't get it up to temp. Um, like the smoker itself and so I, I i told case i was like it's probably gonna take a little longer because you know i'm going through a lot of fuel and then it's not really getting up there where it's supposed to be and but i'd say probably after like five or six what what time do you think it was i pulled it off maybe like one yeah yeah it was like one or two yeah i started at around eight i pulled it off between one and two and it was yeah it was at 175 and I was like, oh, wow, that actually cut through quicker than I thought with not being able to get the the smoker at the tent. But. Well, it's not too late, terrible either. I mean, one or two. I mean, our family eats about one o'clock. So, I mean, I think that's pretty normal. It's it's That's what I kind of love about Thanksgiving or even just the weekends in general. I love, you know, my girlfriend and I will smoke something and then we'll have like a kind of a, you know, snack for lunch and then have a nice, you know, meal at like two or three o'clock so that we can kind of just be, you know, relaxing the rest of the day after that. So I, I love that kind of combo regardless. No, go on. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, it worked out really well. Well, 
my family always eats Thanksgiving like at that time, like one or two, like, like almost like a lunch. Um, but it worked out well. I mean, the rest of the stuff wasn't done when he pulled it off, but we he pulled the turkey off and we wrapped up everything else and we had it around dinner time. And then you get to go for those like 10 p.m. snacks of leftovers. Oh, yeah. It's the best. Did you and guys... we also when we when we went and picked up the turkey, we also they had we weren't planning it, but but this Walmart had one bone and ham left, so we snagged that just so we can make some uh, ham bone soup. So now we just got like so much ham we have to eat still <laughs> before we can make that. Oh, you can always we freeze have, it. We have eaten so much ham this week, <laughs> but I'm not complaining because it's like you put it in scrambled eggs. Anthony's been putting it in ramen. We've I've had like egg and ham ham and egg sandwiches like it's just mm, i, I made those i made those sliders the other day that were real i like some oh, hawaiian, yeah. rolls, hawaiian rolls i like sliced up the you know the bread put the ham on some like aged white cheddar shredded that up put that on there coated the top with some like garlic butter some sesame seeds threw it in the oven it was awesome yeah i'm gonna have to go get a turkey i saw them on sale now because everyone nobody wants turkey after thanksgiving it was like honestly eight dollars for a 15 pound turkey I, i'm like right yeah i'm gonna have to pick that up Publix, i'm looking coming for you but i'm <laughs> i'm not a i'm not a big turkey guy but that smoked turkey was fucking good i love turkey it's the best smoking the turkey is the best way to eat the turkey like it just is yeah i'm excited to try it i gotta i gotta try it now I haven't had smoked had deep fried had the normal oven you gotta try the smoke now well, I can't say that. Mom... I've had smoked turkey, but never I cooked myself. Oh, dude, so good. But then uh, my mom, you know, she made some stuffing, which I'm not a big fan of, but, you know, that's my grandmother's recipe, so my mom loves to make it. Um, we played some 1-2 Switch on the Switch. My mom is a crack shot, it turns out, when it comes to the Western quick draw game. It's true. <laughs> And then we, we we ended the night with some Sea of Thieves Monopoly. Well, there you go. Which uh, Casey ended up... We, the game ended up with me owning one corner and Casey owning everything else. Nice. Um, That's with, how it with, usually happens, I think. I dominated yeah, that game. With hotels on everything. So you land on something and she's like, all right, that'll be $1,400. And you're like, fuck. Yeah. I called it bankruptcy row. My issue with Monopoly is I'm going for the things I like. Not necessarily, I, like not necessarily the things that are profitable. It's not a good monopoly um, strategy. It's not because I, <laughs> I made not. a, I made a trade with Casey because I wanted Golden Sands Outpost, and if I wouldn't have gave her the trade, she wouldn't have been able to start her fucking death row. Um, I, I think at one point my mom had the. I don't remember when it comes to Sea of Thieves. I don't know. I don't remember what are the reds, but my mom had two of the reds, and my sister had one of the reds. And my mom wanted the last one, and I think it was worth like one fifty or something. My mom ended up giving her like six hundred dollars for it. Oh, it, was, it was crazy. They, so wait, on, uh, this is way off topic, but kind of on topic. They still call them hotels and no, no, houses? they don't. They call them they call them shops and taverns. Okay, I was gonna say because the gold hoarder tent should be like the end all the the major hotel at the end because that's where the gold hoarder is. You're hoarding the gold at that point. Come on, guys. Now, Gold, Ho Gold Hoarder, Order of Souls, Reaper, and um, Merchant are the, uh, what, the the railroads. There's four of those, right, in Monopoly? Yeah. Yeah, the factions are the railroads. Gotcha. And then the utilities are the Ferry of the Damned and the Fort of the Damned. Oh, that sounds right. That's cool. And then uh, 
Chance and what's the other one? Um, is Jail the Kraken? No, it's still Jail. I th- that's like the one constant in all the monopolies. Yeah. Monopolies is Jail is just Jail. But there is a Kraken and a Megalodon spot, and if you land on those, you have to pay up. Oh, it's like the property taxes, you know, the whatever yeah. thing. Nice. But no, it's it's it was, it was fun. I'm not a big Monopoly fan, but I I love it because it's Sea of Thieves. So. Do you guys do you guys have any like big desserts you guys eat for Thanksgiving or any holidays like that? Or like... Casey Casey made this like super <clears throat> this like super delicious peanut butter pie. Oof. With and then she took some like nutter butters and crushed those and put them on top. And then we also just we also bought like a pumpkin pie. Heck yeah. Yeah, my peanut butter pie was the bomb. I like pumpkin pie, but I'm like, I can eat one piece a year and that's enough for me. So I just bought like a cheap $4 one from Walmart instead of going through the effort of making a whole one. You should have gone to Costco if you have a membership. It's $5 and you get like a 17-inch pie. It's incredible. Are they good? Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. And they're See, I don't have a Costco membership and I have a very hard time justifying it because we are a family of three. It doesn't make sense to me to like buy in bulk for a family of three. But then well, now you got a smoker. Love, but I love Costco pizzas. Yeah, it, it's almost worth it for me just for their pizza. Their pizza rotisserie chicken, like it's a quick meal, easy. Yeah. But if you got a freezer, I mean, I just buy like I buy a bunch of the chicken and whatnot and just store it away. It's all good. But yeah, Costco's are so that. small. Oh. That's we that's a catch-all. We we might have to consider a costco membership for 2022 yeah no but um i was curious because we do it more traditional for my family we uh, they don't generally make a pumpkin pie unless i'm in town my grandma knows that i love pumpkin pie so she'll make me one and this year i got the pleasure to make one with her um, from scratch so it was heck yeah it was pretty good i i mean i could so you, you know, learned like you learned how yeah, now, uh, granted, we, we kind of cheated. It wasn't like we didn't grind up an actual pumpkin and all that. We, we had some, some oh, canned and cheats, but right. we're still I cooking mean... with grandma. You can't go wrong. So we put yeah. the love in. That was a special ingredient. So I make chili. I don't grow my own beans. Exactly. It's not a cheat. <laughs> I like that. I'm going to use it next time someone says, oh. Now, I'll tell you, my grandma and I milked it. We were like, yeah, we were up at 4 a.m., you know, grinding this out and getting it oh, all ready absolutely. for you guys. You're dang right. So I was uh, I Googled our podcast not uh, the other day I Googled Sea of Friends, and uh, and then it just it just popped up you know just the podcast stuff it's on, but I, it's I don't know who owns Audible if one of the like if but we're on Audible I don't remember putting us on Audible but I'm assuming someone that some Amazon. platform that we're on Amazon owns Audible yeah all right then maybe that's it then because it's we're on like uh, Amazon, but uh, when I was scrolling through Audible. We have one review on there. It's a five-star review by G, just the letter G. It says, absolutely joy to listen to. I love hearing their tales. Big fan of the game, and this is perfect on my walks to work when I don't get a chance to play. Thank you, G. If you're listening, we appreciate you. G-G-G-Unit. <laughs> that is like, so sweet. That's so nice. Yeah. I'm glad people have been enjoying it. And also that they're finding us on so many different sources. Yeah. No, definitely. I think it's it's always wonderful to hear any any feedback, constructive or not. Um, but obviously, all the positive reviews just kind of help us. We'd still make the podcast, but you know, it's always nice just to you know hear it. Make sure you guys are happy as well. So appreciate 
all you listeners. I'm going to be real corny here, but we're very thankful for you guys. <laughs> well, we are. But also, I only accept praise, so please don't leave us any <sighs> negative reviews. Yeah, any negative is just directed to uh, Last Call or Darkest. Yeah. I can take it. I'm an, I've am i been posting stuff on the internet for like 15 years, 10 years. I can take the fucking shit. Um, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but uh, recently Rare teamed up with a, a, a instant coffee energy drink company, Madrinus, and they released a Sea of Thieves bundle. Comes with a shaker cup with the Sea of Thieves skull logo on it, which also glows in the dark. And the coffee itself comes with a code for a coffee emote in the game. And they had these bundles where you get two of the coffees and the shaker, which sold out really quick. Um, and that's what I'm drinking right now. I remember uh, I saw it, and then I showed Casey. I was like, well, look at this. And she was like, oh, that's oh yeah, that's cool. And then she saw the shaker cup, and she's like, wait, 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 what is that? And I was like, it's like an instant kind of coffee. She was like, nah, you, if you buy it, you, it's for you. I'm not going to drink any of it. I am a bougie coffee drinker through and through. And uh, so I bought it, and I remember I, I had sent you a picture of it, Bill, and you were like, I bought it already. You need a code? And I was like, I bought it too. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't recall who I saw post about it. Um, man, it's, it'll come to me in the middle of the stream. I, I know, and I'll just shout it out. But, yeah, they, they tweeted about it. I'm like, wait, wait, what ho? What is this? And I honestly, I did not read what it was. I thought it was just like a, a G Fuel or something, like an energy drink. And, and obviously it is. I didn't know it was coffee flavored. But I saw the glow-in-the-dark shaker cup. And sad to say, maybe or not, um, but that's what drew me in to buy it right away. And I'm happy I did. I had, I, <laughs> I just think they're cool. And I, I, I work out and, and, and have, you know, I need shaker cups here and there. So that's, that's nice to have for protein or whatever, too. But... Um, it was cool in the dark. I mean, that's to me that, that, that anything like that's always cool. I, my girlfriend roll, roll her eyes. Sorry, Hillary, but um, I have a glow in the dark Batman shirt that the logo lights up, and she hates it oh every time God. I wear it at night because it's just like it's blinding. It's it's like a light in the room. So, but um, yeah, I had the coffee today too, and it was surprisingly really good in, in my opinion. Nice, it was sweet, um, but I didn't really get the you know the jitters so to say. It was just I just felt good afterwards and i i did i shook it and then i did put it in ice and filled it up and it uh i don't know i really liked it so win, win in my book yeah i dig it madrinas if you're listening we like your coffee maybe next episode can be brought to you by madrinas i don't know doubtful but still madrinas we love you um no henson loves the shaker cup he uh puts water in it and then he makes us turn off all the lights and sit in a dark room while he drinks it so he can see it glow I mean, I'm not going to lie. I was like, <laughs> like Henson. I, I put it up to my light for like five minutes and then went into my bathroom and closed the door with the lights off. So. <laughs> That's what Henson did too. Yep. No, but I'm, I'm the same. Like the, the emotes, the emote, it's, it's okay. But what sold me was the shaker cup. I, I also like shaker cups. I have, I have a, I have a few, um, I have a few also older G Fuel ones. I have two Dr. Disrespect ones. Like he put out one and then he put out like a taller one. And I was like, I gotta get that. Um, Heck yeah, mad respect for the I like the, the shaker cups. Oh yeah. Uh, no, the the emote's really funny though, because Anthony, you you stepped away to get a drink or something the other day when we were sailing, and uh, Keith and I was, were just sailing, and you had that emote running, and we just heard him like sipping in the background, like smacking his lips, and Casey was like, 
what the hell is that? What is, who, what, what's going on? Right, like the emote <laughs> makes a sound. And I was like, who the fuck is on our ship right now? And I turn around and it's Anthony's character making a silly face and like sipping a hot cup of coffee. <laughs> That's, I didn't great. know there was a sound. I never paid attention. I just saw like there's steam coming out of it. Oh, yeah. It's like he's, it's like they're, you know, slowly sipping it because it's a hot coffee. So you hear that. And, it, and, and wow. you were right by the wheel, so when Casey <laughs> took the wheel, it was like, "What? Who's in her ship?" I'm like, well, "What are you talking about?" Oh, that's that's the coffee emote. I'll have to pay more attention next time. <laughs> no, it's funny, guys. I um I have an auction update. Oh shit! Uh oh, auction. I'm currently bidding on a gaming PC, and uh, I'm the highest bidder. And How much there's time? 16 minutes left. Oh shit! What what is it at? 170. Ooh. Well, no, I'm sorry. My bid is 160. The next bid would be 170. Oh shit! Case is gonna become a PC gamer. Well, we I'm gonna start for streaming us. for us. Oh sure. Then when she no, spends money on it, then when she spends money on it, lunch, she says, "Well, it's for us." She puts it. She puts it on my desk. She's like, "I guess I'll take this Series X over <laughs> my side." <laughs> yeah, you got a PC. That's an upgrade. <laughs> Actually, I'm yeah. okay with that. <laughs> Me too. I'm I'm okay with it too. Okay, cool. <laughs> This is how marriages work, guys. Communication is key. Communication compromise. There we go. So, over the weekend, the holiday weekend, see if these put out the trailer for Season 5. And Season 5 dropped today. Today. We haven't had a chance to play it yet because we've all been working because we're a bunch of schmucks. Um, but we're going to talk about our initial impressions from just watching the trailer, our initial thoughts of it. And then next week, we'll get into what we actually think once we get our hands on this update. Season 5. Mostly, it seems like mostly just a uh, um, a quality of life update and adding a lot of uh, kind of RP elements into the game. Nothing too major, nothing too spectacular, but things that are all very, very exciting, none the least. So, first up, let's talk about burying treasure. Dun, dun, dun. I did see that somebody posted on Twitter. Um, they were like, I think it was Twitter, or no, I think it was TikTok. Um, before, before, like uh, on a little video that Sea of Thieves put up of just like the the little bearing treasure teaser video or whatever, and somebody was like, um, "Excuse me, but in real life, pirates didn't bury their treasure." And Sea of Thieves was like, "Yeah, I'm pretty sure they didn't launch themselves out of cannons either." <laughs> well, that is. Sea of Thieves. You don't know. It only, if they did, they only did it once. <laughs> I love that. Actually, for the launch of the game, they actually had a big event for the launch of the game. Um, and I don't know if you've ever seen this. They they actually had a like a, t a television commercial for the game with Sean um, Astin from like the Goonies and yeah. Lord of the and stuff. It's a, it's a really cool commercial. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. But for the launch of the game, they had this big event, and they actually shot a guy out of a cannon. Oh, that's incredible. No. -uh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How can you shoot somebody out of a cannon? People have been shooting out of it's like a big cannon. It's not like a normal size cannon. Oh. It's like a, a a cannon made to shoot people. Lunch. Out. So then, what pushes the person out of the cannon? I don't I don't know. Magic. I've never looked it up. <laughs> yeah, magic. <laughs> Casey, have you never been to the circus or something and see someone get launched in a cannon into a net? You know, I guess I have. Now that I think about it, but like, my question still stands: What pushes a person out of a cannon? I hope somebody is like really into physics and like writes us about this. Maybe like a like an air powered like springboard or something. I like, like my theory air. with magic, but magic you know, I guess probably magic. <laughs> probably magic. Probably magic. Yeah, totally. So we can now bury treasure, 
And when we bury that treasure, we will get a map that'll show where all our buried treasure is. And that map goes on our captain's table. And then you can go on to other people's ships and steal those maps and have treasure for yourself. But the one thing that has is really exciting for me is you can take that map and submit it to a quest board. And as a player, you can go to this quest board and collect player-made voyages. That's what's exciting for me. All the all the things that you'll be able to go out and find and look for and 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 I don't know just whatever other people want to do and stuff with it. I like this idea of like player created content in the game in the actual game as opposed to just like Twitch and YouTube and stuff. No, I hundred percent agree. I think you know it's it's even though if they may not have been doing it in the past, whatever. This is you know a cartoon game. It's fun. It's a game. Um, but you know, for, from the same aspect of it, it's, it is what, you know, what we all envision a pirate, you know, you get an X marks a spot, you go and find it. Um, you know, I mean, and the game's all about that too. I mean, all the, there's a bunch of tall tales with it. There's obviously the different, uh, gold hoarder quests that you have to go and actually, you know, dig it up. So it is cool now that, in my opinion, that the, to your point, Anthony, the, the actual, sailors can go out there and do it and, and create a different dynamic of the game and it's it's interesting because you don't know what you're going to get obviously you could get an athena chest is someone going to really risk it you know someone to get and actually dig it up and bring it back i don't know but there's always that thought in the back of your mind which i think again is just a a really cool way that rare and the sea of thieves team has done to you know with this game there's always that 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 line of of what's what's next what's going to happen um so i think that's just a really cool aspect and and i also found out today i think you can actually bury a pig so supposedly so maybe you you, you yeah yeah i was um i was actually on uh you know i was watching boxy when i was working but i was also jumping in and out of chris marlowe's stream him and his wife's stream um on twitch together which is really cool it's like a two-player side-by-side split screen kind of stream and i'm like i wonder how they did that i'd like to figure that out and then maybe we can you know like we can we you know get the case of the stream but she'll be streaming with me in just one page or whatever but it was really really cool but um one one thing also that i learned is like chris marlowe works on the game he should have way more people than 11 people watching him <laughs> for for real um but he they he was talking about at one point today um like the thoughts and everything behind of like burying animals and like those animals not dying and all this stuff and things you can do creating snake traps and things like that oh that's true and dig up a snake and get bit right away that's that would be my yeah. luck is what it was one of those conversations they had at like so we if we can bury you know all the treasure animals are treasure can we bury animals do and and if we do do they survive like how do we make pigs survive in a cage it's those kinds of things that you don't think about um, that people who programmers who make the games have to think about of like the moment you put a pig in a cage the pig will start to start start to starve to death but now they have to figure out a way to make it not starve to death in a cage once it's buried underground science magic yeah <laughs> this, this is magic it all comes back to magic Yep. Yeah, so I'm super excited about about burying treasure. I'm super excited about doing other people's voyages and seeing what they have in store for me. Because one of the things is you can bury uh, powder kegs, but they don't show up on the treasure maps. And so you can set traps. I was watching this. This this is a, a shout out to Rare Thief. Um, they actually made a little video about this thing and put it up. Bury a piece of treasure and then bury a powder keg right next to it. 
like almost on top of it. So when someone's going, you know, you're leaving a trap for somebody. They go to dig that treasure. Maybe they'll hit the wrong spot and dig up the powder keg and it'll explode on them. Ha <laughs> yep. Thank you, Rare Thief. It'll be interesting to see, I mean, to that point, just what the creativity kind of can flow from that, what, what other content creators can do, you know, with that, with that knowledge and, and taking it to the next level. So, I mean, there again, it just heightens the senses, heightens, is this worth it? You know, what are we going to get? You know, I, I'm sure the first time we dig something up, we're going to, you know, one person's going to dig, the other two are going to stand far, far away, just, just in case that instance does happen, <laughs> just to find, you know, a fruit crate or something, but um no i'm 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 excited i think i think it's gonna be a fun fun change and and just something different um that we can you know again the 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 people playing the game can create you know the the aurora around it the 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 difference within the game i think that's really cool yeah and then and then you know whatever if you put your map on the quest and someone else does your quest then next time you log in you'll get rep um, and renown and stuff for that faction. I mean, so if you're still if you're working towards getting that 75, this is more ways for you to do it without having to do. I bag. I mean, I guess it's not really less work because you're just bearing it instead of turning it in because you already had to go get it. So, but either way, you still get rep and renown and all that stuff. So, well, it could be worth it. I mean, you know, even just like the stuff we pick up quick from barrels in the ocean and like sunken ships and stuff like that or things we see on the on the shoreline like stuff that really doesn't make us or break us in an evening burying that stuff and putting that up on the quest board i think could be worth it i'm curious though like say someone grabs your quest and then they do like reaper do you get reaper faction or like or would you technically get like gold hoarder faction because they turned in a, a gold chest that's not what I want to know. I'm assuming it. I mean, I guess the way I would think about it is wherever they turn it in, that's where you would get the credit for, in my opinion. I guess. Well, let's hope a lot of people are turning in stuff the Reapers that I put up. <laughs> that and fucking Hunter's Call. If, if if any of you come across a quest by Last Call for Lunch and it's a ton of gems, put it to the Hunter's Call, please. Thank you very much. <laughs> Next up, Cannon Robots. This this is a, this is a, I mean, a lot of people are super super excited about it. Me personally, a little bit, um, more so just because now when I'm steering, if we have a cannon robot on the back, I can now jump on the back and uh, take part in some naval combat. Well, yeah, I, I'd have to see the actual range of it, but I think about that too. Like how when we sail, sometimes we're you know interacting with a Meg or even a Skelly ship, or I guess any PVP as well. You know, if they get behind us, or maybe at least to where the other cannons can't reach, how that's positioned on the back, I think will be interesting to see if it can actually reach to the left or to the right. Uh, well, yeah, depending, I guess, on how it is on there um, to hit that. So, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I think it's a really cool idea. Um, I, I, I'd, I'd be interesting to. I'm trying to think of how you know to think outside the box and how I would use it because I don't see myself necessarily going out with a rowboat trying to you know find another ship and, and attack it especially now that pve can attack the rowboats um so it's, it'd be interesting to see kind of what we develop i guess how we sail to use it but it is fun to see already how other people are using it out in the seas yeah i was watching boxy today and he you know finally found one after like four hours of searching and it had some kickback when he was in the water you know it pushed him back so it's not like you're not sailing 
you know, if, if you if you're if you're trying to you know go after a, a, a you know a regular size ship, you're gonna you know every few shots you're gonna have to stop and start rowing back towards them because it's gonna push you away. And it doesn't have the left to right as far as like a, a regular cannon would. So even if it's on the back of your ship and they're like kind of back right, gotcha. you might not be able to get a good angle on them, um, except for aside from momentum and the ball moving due to that. Um, but I, again, another thing that, you know, is going to be great. And I'm, I can't wait to see what the community does with that and the kind of stuff they create and the kind of, advent, you know, adventures they have with it. So, uh, I'm, I'm a, we're going to be seeing a lot of rowies going up to forts and all that stuff. If, if say you're parked at a fort, you know, the left side of the ship is uh, facing the island. You're on the island. You're done. All of a sudden, you start to hear cannon fire. You might look, get up and look around. You don't see anybody because they're on the other side of your ship blasting holes in you on the right side. And you might not have a good angle on them because there's a tiny, tiny, teeny fucking rowboat. Well, not only if that. you're able to get on board. Yeah, if you have two people, you know, from another sloop or whatever, but you have two people, let's just say, one could be firing at it. Because obviously you have a storage chest in the back of the rowboat that you can hold cannons. And then you can fire from there where the other person then can board and, you know, keep you off your own ship. I, I, that's where I think it would be interesting to kind of see um, because rowboats, to your point, at a fort or, or wherever, it's they're inconspicuous, so to say. I mean, if you see one out in the middle of the ocean, you're like, what the hell is that? I mean, that's kind of odd, obviously. But when I look, you know, and I've got to do a better job at it, but when I look around, I'm looking for ships, right? So I don't maybe wouldn't necessarily see a rowboat. Or, you know, pay attention because I'm looking for the sail. I'm looking for something that, that generates a ship coming at me. So now it's a different element that I'm going to have to pay more closely attention to and not just look on the horizon, but actually look closer as well. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say something, but I totally fucking forgot what I was going to say. Oh, yeah. That's one thing I'm curious about. Because the oars and the cannon are right next to each other, are you going to be able to have someone rowing while someone's on the cannon? Or is it like one person has to do both. You know what I mean? Because there's such I... a small space between that seat and the cannon. But correct me if I'm wrong, I believe on the harpoon or the, the ropoon, you're able to harpoon and I guess row. you're right. But, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Right. It would be interesting to see. It is bigger, so maybe it is different. I don't know. I guess we'll find out if we find one later. There we go. Um, another thing that they changed is uh, they, they've made a few changes to some of the bigger islands, like uh, Plunder... Valley, um, what's that one all the way to the north? That's similar to Plunder Valley. Oh, I, always forget, I always forget the name. Of that I just one, had it in my I head. Never go there. I was going to never say, go there. Yeah, I was going to say it, and I forgot. Old Faithful. Old Faithful, and then and Thieves Haven. So you might have noticed people. You know, you might have noticed that that little platform that people would hide on at Thieves Haven to try to jump into people's ships if they're parked in the middle. That thing has gone. It's been gone like all month. And now in place of that and you know, around the island, there are now elevators that you can use to get up and down Thieves Haven. I'm not sure about the other big islands, um, the things that they've added there. Um, so I feel like this is going to be a, a way to, especially if you're doing a Thieves Haven run, you know, you have all that treasure you're getting at the top. Instead of, you know, dropping down or, you know, running up and down or climbing up and down the ladders, you're gonna, now going to be able to just put all your treasure from the top on the elevator, call it down. So there is like a button or a, a lever then. Yeah, there's I believe there's a lever or like a like a rope lever. That is nice cuz oh, doing those Thief Haven run going, you know, running down trying to drop it 
you know me, I drop it on a damn ledge and then nobody can get it besides lunch somehow. He can grab it mid-fall, but that will be nice <laughs> to not have to worry about Magic. that. Magic. Magic. And, and I did know when I, I did notice. So when I was reading the notes on it too, um, they said something on some of the other islands. There's, there's like a almost like a majestic way to get to certain areas. So to me, in my mind, how they how they worded it wasn't majestic like that. But it said it made me think of like a ladder that kind of you can push and climb on and then jump off or something. I, I don't know. That sounds crazy, but that's what what when I read it, that was kind of in my mind. But I also read that they had even, you know, to watch out for booby traps. So that would be interesting to see, like, using some of these mechanics, if there is something that will go off or, you know, I don't know, strand you or something like that. But Yeah, I, I haven't seen anything. I haven't heard anyone really talk about what they've seen on there, so I don't really know what kind of booby traps they are. I'm curious if it's going to be booby traps that are just going to automatically set off if you walk by or walk on it, or if they're like going to be booby traps where like maybe you can kind of set it up mm-hmm. for someone else coming. You're being chased all of a sudden, all of a sudden you can like run by, hit a switch, and then you know the person comes by and they get hit with like a wall of spikes or something. I'm not sure. Oh, that's cool. going to work, but yeah, seeing that like, it doesn't always but, like it has to be activated before it'll work. Or all those damn pesky ocean crawlers or skeletons, maybe you can use against them as well. Yeah. You got I'm the sure, trickster out there. There's so much stuff I can't wait to get in and 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 check it out and look at everything. <clears throat> Next up is quick transfer between storage crates and barrels. Now no longer do you have to go individually in and grab everything and go out. Now you can just with a press of a button, everything in a barrel goes into a storage crate. Yeah, I'm really pumped for that one. Um I think also, Miss Lunch Lady, you are, because I feel like you usually take the lead and be like, all right, guys, I'm taking a storage crate, and I'm filling up, the, you know, I'm going around the island and filling this all up. So I think it would be nice. I love having an abundance of supplies. I feel way more, like, empowered and confident when we have an abundance of supplies. So I'm excited. And I also think when they added the, the option to, like, purchase um, wood and... Cannons. You know, cannons, yes, thank you. Those were like five grand a piece, but then the storage crate is like seventeen grand or eighteen grand or something, and I don't think an empty storage crate is worth it that, at that price. However, I do think that price becomes worth it when you can use it that quickly, when you can just run around an outpost super fast and load up. Because like, there are so many times where like we'll have to pull away really fast because another ship is rolling up on us while somebody's filling a storage crate, and then like we end up losing those supplies or we don't get enough because I'm having to like swim out to meet you guys to get off the island. Like it just, I think this is going to make it super convenient. Yeah, I hundred percent agree, and I, I mean I see it maybe not necessarily for us in all the time, um, but for other people, more PvP people going out getting on a boat, you know, if they, they kill the two people or, or the, the crew on there, they're able to just kind of stock up that whole storage crate with whatever, you know, putting, putting your stuff in the barrels isn't necessarily now the best thing. It does take longer. I, I, I thought I read on an enemy ship to, to empty their stuff out, but um, at the same time, it's it, it'll be interesting to see, you know, again, how other people kind of use that. I think for us, it'll be, you know, here and there. It, it, <laughs> I, I see it more sad for people that are out on a treasury or a shrine that just have their boat there and we just kind of pull up. Don't want to mess with them. But, hey, if we can get 50 cannonballs, we're going to go on and <laughs> we, we could take those and get the supplies and they'll have nothing. But um, it will just make it more interesting, uh, to say the least. I didn't even think about that aspect of jumping on someone else's ship and just taking all their stuff within like 30 seconds. Right. 
That's kind of also kind of terrifying at the same time. Yeah, I mean, you think about that, like, again, we, we just talked about, um, you know, ships at a fort or something, right? So if you don't see a rowboat even with a storage crane on it, they roll up on you, they empty out all your supplies in a storage crate, and then the other ship comes and you literally have nothing, um, that's that's going to be crazy. I mean, that's the, the, the lookout, the alarm you're going to have to have um, is going to be that much more fierce to make sure that something like that doesn't happen, a, you know, a... A ro- any robo can take that storage crate out if you're sneaky enough, obviously. You don't have to have the cannon one. Um, but that just makes a different element, I think, of the game that it's going to be you know, really, really interesting. Yeah. Um, there's also a lot of things you can now sit on without using the sit emote, but just button, like getting a, a button prompt to sit on this chair, sit on this counter, sit on this banister, sit on this dock. Uh, lay in this bed. Sleep in this bed. You can sleep in beds. The screen will go dark. And if you're low on health, you'll slowly start to regain health, which is good and bad, you know, because you don't see anything. And it takes a bit from what I've seen today. It takes a little bit of time for for the health to go up. Not only that, but you also are you make noise, right? So your guy is like snoring or, you know, making just noises in the bed. So it it almost kind of clouds from what I saw today, especially watching boxing when he did it. but you, he couldn't hear. It sounded like people walking up to the bed when he was there, so it's it's just a different, you know. And again, that's on somebody else's ship. So on your own ship, you're fine. But um, it's just a different way. But I, I I really like this aspect too, even though it takes a while, because there's so many times where we get low on health and it's not worth it to eat, you know, something. We we just generally try to jump off and kill ourselves so that we get our full health back. Now we can just get on the bed, sleep while we're taking forever to sail somewhere um and and replenish that i mean and i say that but now i think about it it's like okay it's gonna be the same amount of time probably for you to kill yourself and go through the ferry of the dam than just to sleep in the bed but at least if something does happen you're there and ready not have to wait yeah it's it's a lot of like again it's a lot of smaller quality of life additions uh i've i've seen a, a quite a bit of people online saying that it's kind of like eh, it's not bringing me back and I want you to add more, you know, big things to do, like the treasuries and the shrines and all that stuff, even though people complain about those. Like, there's nothing to do after the first week. Well, you can keep doing it. But I feel like this is more just to to make you feel more in, uh, like, the, the world a little more lived in, you know? Yeah, I think, I think for something like this, it's – you have those updates where it's exciting people – you can bring people back in the game. But you also have people that are playing this game – non-stop regardless and it's these little things that keep them in the game keep them wanting to play um if they're you know like us when we're playing we just talked about how obviously how great some of these things are from when we play so we're already here playing and, and i think these are great adjustments for us and again this is just this is the fifth season of the year i feel like usually games i mean we saw obviously with the pirate's tale or pirate's life i'm sorry you know, that came out in, what, March last year? So I think a lot of new things like that come out earlier on in the year to get you excited all year to play, not, you know, having to try to fumble on the last part of the year to get everything on, like a new game or something like that. So it's, yeah, I think it just attunes to different people and in, in their play styles. But who knows what this brings for the future, um, you know, by, by implementing this now, making sure it works, and then you can implement a bigger update. That's what I I see kind of in the in the works. Yeah, yeah, definitely, 
And also, I, I, I get, I guess, really for me, like personally, it's like I, I, I like these smaller updates. I don't, I don't. I'm glad not every update is a big, huge update, because um, then it wouldn't, it wouldn't have the same impact. It wouldn't have the same feeling. Um, what's that? What's, what's that? The Incredibles. What's that line like? When everyone's special, no one's special, or something like that. That is the Incredibles from Syndrome. Yeah. Very, very. Yeah. Good. <laughs> That's like the way I feel. Like if every update was amazing, then they wouldn't be amazing. It would just be like a standard update. Yeah, I mean, and, and you think about any any big game out there. In my opinion, it's a lot of work, obviously, to do a lot of DLC and things like that nature. And, and even this being a small update, so to say, it's a lot of work to go in the back. But like even the big games, they don't have. Every update that they have is not always a big update, and if it is a big update, it's not. It doesn't happen, you know. Every it probably happens every six to six to nine to twelve months. It's not. It's not like every month, every season, you know. There's a big update that that it prolongs the story. I mean, I think about like I love playing Assassin's Creed, and you know they they release DLC throughout the year, but it's you know every four months that they have you know a few other extra missions you can kind of go on and that's the big update um you know that but they also do a lot of little things in, in between too so not not every big game when they have those updates it's, it's not very often i mean it takes a while for those things that's because they want to keep they want people to obviously enjoy everything that they had in the game and then keep them coming back obviously as, as it goes forward and here we are what three and a half three point three and three quarters years now and Sea of Thieves, I mean, I think that's a pretty damn good run for a game um, in this mm -hmm. day and age. Oh, yeah. Plus, it's hard to do a huge update every update when you have uh, a, a section of Rare who, who, who stepped away from Sea of Thieves and they're working on Everwild. And then even for the updates, it's like I think it's like three smaller teams, so you don't have everybody working on an update. You have three smaller teams each working on an update in like, you know, what, six-month increments, really. You know what I mean? Oh, 100 percent. So yeah, so like I'm, I'm, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm glad that not every update is you know a pirate's life sized update. I agree. Um, next up, we have the new season pass and new plunder pass. I really dig a lot of the stuff this this season. I think the plunder pass stuff is really cool. That Borealis oh yes. ship is really awesome. <laughs> And I'll tell you the one thing I love is that snow globe lantern. Dude, that is yeah, that is badass. I in that trailer. Once I unlock, like, once I unlock that, that's gonna be my lantern forever. My jaw dropped when I saw that snow globe in the trailer. I'm like, wait, wait a second, I gotta go back. It sucks for the wait to level fifty for it, but that was that's really cool. Yeah, I just think I. I, I know, like little kids again. Going going into the bathroom, watching the magic of the the glow in the dark. Oh my god! Yeah. It's just a it's just a lantern in a video game. It's not even real. I'm sure someone at Etsy will make it real. But but oh yeah, hundred percent. Nerd propellant, make it real. But I just that aurora, the boreal aurora, I think is so cool. I am actually really pumped to to get the cannon flare. I want to see how that kind of plays out. I. I think in, in actual real life, the Aurora Borealis is something I, I truly want to see someday. It's on my bucket list. Um, and I think them bringing it to life to just see that ship set, especially at night, I think it's going to be spectacular. That's weird. I was just talking about that the other day. What were you watching the other day, Casey? And it showed like that up in the sky, like the Aurora Borealis or whatever. 
We were watching something. I remember we were, I was like, that would be so fucking great to see in mm. real life. Like, just go walk outside and look up and see that. Oh, man. That's so funny. That's like, we, we were just talking about the same thing. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm really pumped for it. I think it's going to be, I think it's be cool. Uh, I don't, I think it's something that I, that I will put on even after the event. Um, I, I really like the figurehead too with the, with the antlers or the, you know, the, what the hell reindeer or whatever up front it'd be yeah. kind of cool if the bells rang somehow or maybe it would actually be kind of cool too if uh, around christmas i don't know if they've done it in the past but instead of having your bell on your ship if they change it to like a jingle bell and you could you could jingle bell <laughs> that, that, <laughs> that, that would that would be really cool that would be really something cool. different but yeah i'm i'm excited for this season pass i know there's been i think some backlash with it but like all the season passes there's always going to be someone you know but i think it just is really fitting for the season coming up um not not in the game but also the holidays and everything coming up i just think it's really cool um it's i i really like the ship set yeah i think it's all great and that that um that merrick tankard that you get Mm -hmm. like the pirate legend reward I think that looks really, really cool too. I think it's it's probably it's supposed to be like a giant shark tooth, but it kind of looks like an old kind of Viking. Um, yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, I just think the the design for all this stuff is really, really, really fantastic. Also, what I took away from a lot of what you said was that after me and Casey get back from Disney, me, you, Casey, Hillary, hopefully Ben and Lindsay were all gonna go to Norway, right? Yeah, and we're sleeping <laughs> right in igloo igloo under yeah. the stars. Maybe like not together, or but something? yeah. There you go. No, I think we're probably going to need to sleep together because it's going to be cold. Ah, no, I'm from Wisconsin. It's fine. Uh, it's all Bill, good, guys. Bill's, Bill's the guy that's like, where he lives now, he goes outside and people are like, it's cold out here and it's like 30 degrees and he's just like, fucking bitch. Funny, funny, funny short story that's kind of on topic of that. We went to, uh, we rented a boat for, for the day in like early spring and uh it was like 60 degrees out 50 degrees out maybe in the morning when we left and we're all in you know my brother my my sister myself and uh my sister's fiance were all in shorts you know our our swimsuits and and t-shirts and then hillary came in the car with with a pullover she had to think like slacks on for the time being and she's like it's so chilly out you guys what's you know aren't you guys gonna be so cold they're like this is this is like a perfect you know fall you know end of summer day for us Wisconsinites. This is we love. She's this. got a parka. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, that's fantastic. So that's uh that's pretty much everything that we we saw in the season five trailer. Uh, Again, we haven't really? had a chance to really. What else? What else? <laughs> All right, I'm gonna save the big one for the end, so to say. What did I forget? I wrote I wrote stuff down. I maybe forgot something. Ammo pouches. I think that's a awesome oh yeah addition. the ammo pouches yeah now when you kill skeletons and i don't know ghosts maybe who have, have are using guns or is it just did they say if it was i just think skeletons it's both no i think it's both yeah now now they'll be dropping ammo pouches so no longer we have to run back to your ship every five shots or try to remember like where's that ammo chest i saw yeah or try to shoot a damn you know <clears throat> barrel skeleton and, and just hear that click of the gun because you have no ammo in it yeah but that and then drum roll we also have fireworks. How the fuck did I forget fireworks? I don't know. <laughs> what the? F- well, Why did I not write fair, that down? Anthony, you're not a huge fan of fireworks, IRL. So I don't know, but I, I, in the videos and stuff I've been seeing today, and people posting stuff, they look really cool. So I want to, I want to, 
check that out. Plus, from what I was I was reading and stuff, and and I heard people saying is like, you know, there's a chance you can there's a chance that you can set people's ships on fire. There's a chance you can kind of like flash bomb people with it and blind them and stun them with with fireworks if you can get them close enough or something. So yeah, I don't know how I forgot that. I'm an idiot. Jeez. No, no you're what am good. I drinking? I'm not even drinking alcohol this, it, this week. Well, it's just funny because uh, obviously, as we already said, watching Boxy Stream. I mean, a he, as soon as he logged in, he bought fireworks to shoot them off. But then the first few boats that he went out and found, there was like three or four of them just shooting fireworks at each other up in the sky. Like it's it was a dang party, and I I just think it's a a, a really cool addition. Um, I. I I don't see it getting old. I see people still launching it. I, I think I can see some toxicity with it, sinking a boat, then launching a firework over the head with the skull or the reaper mark, maybe whatever it might be. But I, um, I, I feel like I would rather have that than someone scoop up my dust. Well, that's true too. Or tell me to go screw myself or call my mom names or something. <laughs> yeah. She's a nice lady. Your mom's nice. <laughs> Take that. But no, I, the the thing is though, it's it's crazy. We we talked about you know storage chest being what seventeen and a half k. A firework bundle is twenty k, and there's like yeah. I when I 10. watched Boxy like buy one, I was like holy crap. Now you can but find them out in the sea, but yeah, it's um. It seems... Yeah, I saw he found some in barrels from time to time, and the flares too. Yeah, the flares are gonna be cool. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna launch flares at at the end of every session just to let people know like hey, there's shit over here. Yeah. I, I think that's a that's obviously a great idea. I'm curious to see like the dis the the draw distance for the fireworks and the flares. Like if we see a flare, is it a chance it's on the complete opposite side of the map? Yeah, I feel like it's got to be the same as the ship the the ship mechanics where if you can see the ship, you can see the flare. I'm assuming, but maybe it's just a little further so that if you can't see the ship but you can see the flare in the sky, maybe you can be alerted to it, which would make sense, I guess, but. I don't know. We'll have to see. I'm, I, I can't wait to see what, what kind of like codes and stuff people start using flares for, you know? Mm-hmm. Especially if they're in an alliance. Like, yo, if you see the red flare, come. Come help. Right. <laughs> We're being attacked. We help now. Yeah. Well, it'd be interesting, too, if you're, like, we and everything we just talked about, and it just came to my mind with it as well, but let's say you're on, on, a, on a rowboat, you go and steal all the supplies, and you ha or a cannon rowboat, or, or you're on their ship, and all of a sudden you shoot off a flare to let your ship know to come in. I mean, obviously you can talk to them in game, but it would just be a kind of a fun, different twist that you could do to, to let your ship know. And then the enemies are like, oh shit, what just happened? <laughs> yeah, are they calling for backup? Right. So we do have an email this week. We're going to end the episode on it. We're kind of running a little long. We're going to end the episode on an email. We do have a pretty good tall tale, but we'll save that one for next week. So we'll end this week on an email. But before that, it's time for your weekly boxy call. Yeah! Sheesh! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got an email. This comes from Orft. I'm Orft. Orft. So, uh, I apologize if I'm mispronouncing it. Uh, let me know if I pronounce it wrong or if I'm an idiot or if I am uh, did it correctly and I'm super smart, cool guy. O-R-F-D. Orft. Orft says, Hey guys, I heard on the last podcast that Son of Lunches is five, which is cool because my son is also five. Have you taken your son sailing yet? If not, when do you think would be a good age? 
Also, I know this is Sea of Thieves podcast, but have you tried Deep Rock Galactic yet? I've been playing more of that recently since my crew has slowly stopped sailing. Sorry I can't write like that other guy. Man, those are good stories. Hope to see you on the sea someday. Orft. Orfty. Um, I have not played Deep Rock Galactic yet. I've always been interested in it. I see it on Game Pass, and I always tell myself, like, maybe I'll download it and try it, but I never have. Why aren't you, like, you're like gnomes and space mining stuff or something? Yeah, well, maybe I have to give that a try. Um, my cousin, I see him on it all the time, every time he, he's in, in that game. So it would be interesting to – I've always been kind of curious, but I know absolutely nothing about it, so – I'd, I'd definitely be down to try. Not not gnomes, dwarves. I don't know why I said gnomes. Dwarves. You're like dwarves. Like kind of fantasy type dwarves, I think. Like mining space rocks or something. Oh. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to give it a try. I think it's like kind of like a Left 4 Dead style, though, if that makes sense. Never play Left 4 Dead because I'm a scaredy can't. Yeah. Same. Well, ba- or, or Back 4 Blood style where it's like okay. kind of the same kind of missions over and over again, but things happen differently depending on like how the, the AI director reacts to what you're doing or something. Maybe I'm maybe I'm thinking of something else. I don't know. But we haven't tried it yet. But we might try it. Um, as for the kiddo, he has sailed sometimes. Um, we, I mean, he hasn't sailed, sailed. We'll take him to uh, Lagoon of Whispers. And we, we told him that's his island. And uh, we'll take him there sometimes and just let him run around and fight skeletons and stuff. And I think the last time I had him on, we were running around uh, playing... And then um, I think like 20 minutes into it, I turned around. There was like a brig sitting there and just started blasting us. <laughs> and then we logged off. He is just now getting to the point where with some video games, we can set him loose on his own and let him do his own thing for a while. Um, he's pretty good at Animal Crossing, though he's not allowed to have his own axe that chops down trees. Otherwise, we would have a treeless island. Um, no control. He, yeah, no. Not at all. Loves destruction. Um, he also is, I mean, obviously, Minecraft, like, we could just let him go. He needs no help, no instruction there. He built a giant gumball machine the other day. <laughs> I'll say, it sounds like in Minecraft, he's teaching you guys how to do stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I was like, what? Like, I was like, you built this? I, I was, my mind was totally blown. Like, he, t- he said, come look at my gumball machine. I thought it was going to be something just, like, where I'd be like, oh, yeah, good gumball machine, buddy. But, no, it was a gumball machine. <laughs> it had the giant glass dome. It had colored blocks in there to be the gumballs. It had the, the stand, and inside the inside the stand was, like, a hollow down that came down and came slid out the bottom so the gumballs can go down. I was, I was like, what is going on? Dude, that's sweet. Wild. That's cool, actually. It was crazy. That makes me want to play, but I know I will. I would never know how to do anything. Like this, I can't. I can't. I cannot get into Minecraft, but I am so glad that he is into it because I really do love like that. Just it's so imaginative. It allows you to be so imaginative. Um, and then you know, so many people have built like these worlds. Like he's been playing in this Minecraft Mario world that like looks like mario so it's so he gets to you know still explore these worlds that he's like already familiar with and that he loves but with sea of thieves it's a little you know it's a little more involved there's a little more reading involved he's getting okay he's pretty good at reading um yeah we're uh what was it during in 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 animal crossing i got that letter from mary and he was like mary sent you that i know this because there's the m and the two r's and i was like way to go dude (laughs) 
it's, That's awesome. it's cr- he's put this together by himself, mind you, because he's not in school yet. Like he doesn't start kin- kindergarten until next year. Um, so this is like just what he picks up from doing. He has like a virtual preschool thing that he does, like one lesson a day. Um, but so I like if you you know if your kid is already like a gamer in some sense like already is familiar with some games um i think that you could totally let them mess around and see if they use but we kind of like set a limit on it and we don't try to get stuff done we don't like play with him and say let's go do a vault because that's just never going to happen um but at the same time i also don't think he's far away from that i think within a year he could be helpful in a vault i I think like he his skills improve rapidly with video games oh yeah i mean he can i've i've noticed it just from when we started playing minecraft and now of just him actually being able to control i mean also granted back when you know we first started him with like minecraft and stuff he couldn't hold a controller even when i got him that smaller controller you know right um and now he's you know he's getting bigger he can kind of hold a controller but he is actually getting better with like using the left stick to walk and strafe and use the right stick to look around and use those two together to get around so he is getting better with that stuff so once it comes to see of thieves like just showing telling him like this button picks up stuff this button drops stuff we yeah we could totally like all right we'll go into this vault and then you pick up the chest and drop them outside the door you know he also has no concept of online gaming and like the idea of playing with other people like that doesn't really make sense to him yet and that's an element of sea of thieves that he's you know that he still needs to be introduced to that- yeah like he he knows we play with you and he knows we play with tuck um but i and and i try to tell him like other people in the in in, in the real world are playing right now as well I've, I've i've tried that with other games too like when we were we were playing forza horizon 5 and He's like, is that a real, is, who's that? And I was like, I don't know. It's, I don't know him, but it's another real person at their house right now playing, and they see us, and we see them. And So he's kind of understanding that other people do play video games, and then we can kind of see these other people play video games in the games. Yeah, and that's what I was going to kind of go, and I, I obviously don't have children or anything of that nature, but I've got, I'm the oldest of all my cousins and seen them play other games as, as they've grown up. Um and I guess the thing I would say is, especially with Sea of Thieves, there's a lot to lose. It's not, I mean, it's at the end of the day, it's just some treasure and loot. But I mean, heck, we even get, you know, discouraged. We, we had a whole episode on getting discouraged, right? <laughs> um, so I think, in my opinion, I'd find a way to challenge that if, you know, to see how they would react to something like that. Like, that's where I think with Minecraft is great because there are monsters and stuff like that, but there's not another player that you know, might've been playing, have more hours that, that can best you necessarily in, in, in that, to my knowledge. So finding a way that, that you can kind of a game that, that he can get more familiarized moving around, you know, to their point, or if you're, if you're just on an Island doing your own quest and, and you don't have an emissary up, you're not drawing attention. Maybe that's the the best way to kind of teach and get to there. But I mean, I, it's crazy. And, and I know kids are, are, are far more advanced than what I am at this, but you know, even when I go on digs, like I get frustrated because I can't find the damn X. And then I got lunch coming up right behind me. And I swear I've dug all around it and he gets the X before me somehow. Um, but little stuff like that, I think it's just without a good even way to looking challenge. at the map. I know. <laughs> He's just like, oh, he didn't dig here. And then there it is. But I think that's a good way to challenge them and just see how they react to not winning, so to say, if that makes sense. Well, honestly, like, well, I mean, he's a kid. He doesn't like to lose. No one likes to lose. And so if we're playing board games at home and he, he, he doesn't want to lose and he, he'll, he'll sometimes get upset or, or, or start to cheat like like we don't <laughs> see him cheating. 
like we're playing this game where you kind of the fish are spinning in a circle and you gotta like fish the fish out with the little fishing pole <laughs> oh dude that game's he'll, awesome he'll get one out and it's like and it's a spongebob one so they're like clams you know yeah and he'll get one out and then like really quick try to get like two or three and like like that's still my turn right <laughs> or 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 you know stuff like that um or or just yeah you know taking one two three four five spaces but that fifth space is like three spaces um but honestly, I think when it comes to online gaming, I feel like if we were playing Sea of Thieves with him and another player came up and, like, you know, killed him and took his treasure, he'd probably be like, oh, man, oh, okay. Yeah. And, and again, he, does, he doesn't understand. Like, he gets that other people are playing the game, but he doesn't get that that's, like, a person out to get him. And to, to that point, he probably does. I mean, he's got a concept of the money, but if he loses, like, 10 treasure chests, he's probably not, like, it's the end of the world, you know? Like, us, it's like we spent hours trying to get all this loot, and he's like, I just had fun digging in the sand and, and, and running around killing skellies. Like, we almost, I think, need to take a step back and have that mindset once in a while, too, when, especially me when I get frustrated in the game because it's like, at the end of the day, you know, I and I told, I told uh, one of our, our, our great great followers great viewers especially on twitter um you know and i've got to live this too because i always forget but it's you know if that last 10 percent where you get you know destroyed at the end is that that shouldn't define how your night went you should you should enjoy the 90 percent where that fun and everything went in and i think a kid kind of encapsulates that so man shout out to the life lesson yeah he but it but it's true that he has no concept yet of that like money and stuff and so that right. is like that's totally true it's a great mentality to have and it's animal crossing in particular is interesting not to go on about this too much but like he it's kind of teaching him like money management in a way because he's had to be thoughtful about like if i want to upgrade my upgrade my house i have to um i, have to I, I can't buy that big bear <laughs> yeah I can't buy the giant bear. there's no cheat codes in that game um no well, you can cheat by tra time traveling, but it's... He doesn't know that, though. Um, but, well, there was something else that I was going to say about... Oh, he, so it's funny that we're talking about this, because this morning um, we, we were driving, and he said, you know, Mommy, we haven't, we haven't played that Hot Wheels game, and it, it makes me really sad. That game makes me sad. And I was like, why, bud? And he was like, because I never get first place. And I was like, oh, hun, <laughs> like, you have to practice. I was like, you, you know, you're going to get better at the controls and, and having your um, car not flip over and taking the turns better. And he, um, he, so he is like starting to be thoughtful about this stuff and starting to understand that like he has to try and he has to practice and, and get good. Get good. Just got to get good. Follow mom's <laughs> advice. Get good, son. <laughs> no, but I think, I think too, um, especially coming from a kid, perspective on it i think i would say just try it out and just do you know don't expect much from it just kind of see what happens because obviously the sea is 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 crazy you don't know what the tide's going to bring in but i think they'll just appreciate seeing a game that you probably love playing and that they get to be part of it so i think it'd be kind of cool just to do that and take them out on their first sale and they just have a microphone ready for anyone that does come and just say hey it's my kid's first time he's five leave us alone see your friends <laughs> yeah man i say do it it's fun. And it's crazy. They'll pick it up. I mean, like you all just said, they'll pick it up so quick. It's like, there'll be 360 no scope. And you'll be like, how the hell did you do that on the controller? And they'll be like, I don't know. Get good, dad. <laughs> just, yeah, oh, get yeah. good. It's, it's only a matter of time before he's owning us. Like, it's, yeah. 
He, no, he's not. Gonna, he's not allowed to get better than me. H but. is gonna be like, Mom, did you know you could do this? Jeez. <laughs> All right, that's gonna be it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. We love you guys. We appreciate you guys. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, don't have any concerns. You can tweet at us at the Sea of Friends or email us at Sea of Friends Podcast at Gmail let us know your adventures tall tales stories reasons why you hate people reasons why you hate season five reasons why you love season five reasons why you love us don't hate us <laughs> especially reasons why you love us yeah we get enough hate and on so, the seas what we get enough hate on the seas that's true we do <laughs> until next time i'm last call for lunch i'm miss lunch lady and i'm darkest warhawk and remember, it doesn't always have to be a sea of thieves. Mm-hmm.